Hey guys, welcome to the Designing Your Dream podcast with me, Gina Lamort. I hope you are awesome today. I am super excited about this podcast because, well, it's something that has me quite fired up. I wanted to talk to you today about dreaming as usual, but a part of dreaming that really doesn't always get discussed. And, you know, sometimes it's kind of... um the yucky thing that we don't want to talk about. But today I want to talk about fighting for your dreams. And why I say it's the yucky thing we don't want to talk about is because when we think about dreams, we think that they're dreamy. We think that they're, you know, um, filled with rainbows and unicorns and, and things that are way beyond our own imagination. And that is absolutely true. And Dreams are absolutely something that are part of your imagination, but they're also a very serious part of your reality. And because they are a serious part of your reality and they're a part of your destiny and a part of your calling, there is a fight for them to happen and to manifest. And so it's not always easy. It's not always perfect. And it's not always, um, you know, a simple thing that just happens there is going to be a specific time where you are going to need to fight for your dreams and so I want to begin with really talking about one of my most favorite quotes from John Osteen where he says fight fight for your dream fight for your dream until your dream comes true and what he's really saying is you have to fight for your dream, right? That's pretty obvious. But why he's saying before it to come true is because dreams are reality. It's just the reality that we haven't seen them yet. But when they happen, they become your reality. So I like to look at it like this. It's like you have a preview to your future when you can be dreaming in your present moment. I'll say it again. You have a picture of your future when you're dreaming in the present moment. So what does that really look like? Well, it looks like you're getting a download, you're getting a picture, you're getting a preview, yet you're seeing all this, but that's not where you are, right? In this current moment, your reality is maybe that you don't have a job, or maybe you are in a job that is nothing related to the dream that's in your heart. So it's confusing to you. It's you don't understand why you're there when you have this dream and seem so far from your reality and so far from where you are today. But the fact that you can actually have the ability to see the picture of your future is the beginning of all of it. I do a awesome teaching called Starting with the Z where I talk about how you have to see the end at the beginning. And I feel like this is really what God does for us when it comes to dreams. And, you know, when we talk about fighting for your dreams, I always go back to the Joseph story because that's a perfect example of someone who had to fight for his dream. And fighting doesn't always mean that you're engaged in combat and war. Fighting sometimes could even be that you are standing and you are in a rest mode and you are just in this standing position of saying, I will not be moved until I see this happen. So when we go back to the Joseph story, this is a great example of how we 
are seeing the end at the beginning. God gave Joseph a dream. Joseph has this dream in the nighttime where he sees what he's supposed to be. And it's and it's um an allegory. It's really just it's not exact, okay? So he's seeing this vision at night and he gets this picture and then he tells everybody about it and he gets laughed at because they think it's absolutely ridiculous that he would have a dream that his brothers would one day bow down to him. And so why did they think that's ridiculous? Well, in the natural, he was the youngest boy of all these brothers. He was nobody. Nobody knew his name. Nobody had any clue. He seemed to be the weakest. He definitely wasn't the top pick. So in the natural, it looked ridiculous. But in the supernatural, with God's plan, God actually called Joseph to be in charge of a kingdom one day. But everybody laughed at him when he saw this dream. So God showed him the end. He showed him the Z at the beginning of his life. He gave him a preview and a picture of what his life was going to look like later, many, many years down the road. But he gave him that picture so that he could hold on to the dream. The process of that is where the fighting came in. Because even though he had this picture to hold on to, he was then processed. He was thrown in jail um, for not even doing anything wrong, but for being falsely accused. His brothers put him in a well. They, They left him for dead. And that's how he was sold a slave. And so there's all of these terrible things that processed him in his life. And he had to fight to keep that dream alive. He had to keep fighting every time something negative happened, something that wounded his soul, something that broke his heart, something that looked so opposite to what God was saying. Yet, God had said, Joseph, one day you will be ruler over a kingdom. And it just made no sense in the natural where he was standing in that position of who he was at that present moment when he had that dream. So it's so significant that when you get this vision of the dream, that you really truly hold on to that because God is giving you a preview. He's showing you the Z at the A. He's giving you a preview of your future so that you can build into it backwards and so that you can contend and fight for your dream while everything is coming against you looking like it's the opposite of what God has said. And that is where that fight comes in. You will have to fight with your mind. You will have to replace um, all of the lies with truth. You will have to absolutely remind yourself, probably on the daily, um, that no, this is what God said. This is what he showed me. This is the picture he has for me. This is the burning dream in my heart. And I will not let that go. And if you can maintain that position, then you will see the dream come to pass. But you are going to have to be a warrior. You know, when you are processed, like Joseph was processed, and we've all been processed, and we all will be processed, when we have said and come into agreement with the reality of, okay, I'm going to go after the dream that God has given me. When you say yes, when 
you agree. That's where the fighting almost comes in because as soon as you agree, boom, you're usually hit with some type of challenge or opportunity to rise and say, wait a minute, because something's going to come at you that tries to, to disengage you from what God is saying. And then you'll have to come at it and say, no, this is what I saw. This is the picture. This is the dream. This is what it looks like. And so there is a conscious effort and a conscious battle, a conscious fight to keep this dream alive. So when this starts happening, you are going to realize all of this, right? You're going to have to take notes. You're going to have to be conscious of it. And you're going to have to contend. And so what's another way to fight? Well, another way to fight is to be able to speak the reality, the promises of God over what has been said in your life, to really hold on to those promises and speak them into existence. I'm not saying it's magic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying say it and have it. But what I'm saying is what you speak into the atmosphere does become your reality. That's why you see so many times where somebody who is positive and speaking life, you have the power of life and death in your tongue. And so with that power, you can bring your dream to life or you can curse it to death. That was powerful. I just really felt that. Wow. Wow. Did you you catch that? I'm going to say that again. There is the power of life or death in your tongue. So you can bring to life with the power of your words, you can create what God is asking you to create, or you can curse it to death. And we all know that God spoke life. He spoke the world into existence. He created with his words. And if you are created in the image of God, then you are able to create your world with your words. Because that is how he created the world, with words. Everything was spoken into the atmosphere to create life. And so you have that ability. So that is a way that you're going to fight for your dream. You're going to speak life. You're going to contend for it. You're going to speak life over your dream, over yourself, and you will not relent. And you will not speak cursing or death or anything negative over yourself or your dream. You will be committed to fighting for your dream. And the third way that you're going to fight for your dream is that you're going to protect your dream. You know, we never put babies into strangers' arms. I mean, I hope you don't. (laughs) I hope you wouldn't do that. But when you think about a baby, you're not just going to hand your baby over to somebody you don't know or to someone even that you do know, but just might not have any experience or any knowledge of how to care for a baby. So you have to look at your dream like a baby. It's, it needs protection. It needs nourishment. It needs guidance. It needs growth. And it needs safety. You're not just going to throw your dream into the hands of a stranger or into the hands of somebody who might know you but might not know how to care and nourish your dream. You don't want to do that. And that's another way you're going to fight for your dream because you have to protect it. You have to fight to keep it protected. 
And that is so important that you don't just give your dream away or share it with the wrong person. And I'm not saying be paranoid, but I am saying that there's something to protecting your dream. That's another way that you're fighting for it, to fight to preserve it. So those are pretty serious ways that you're going to be fighting for your dream and contending for it. And then, you know what, you might have an experience where everything looks dead and everything looks like it's never going to happen. And you're going to have to rise up. The warrior spirit within you, the conqueror within you is going to have to rise up and say, you know what, this was a promise to me. I was shown this dream and I am going to choose to contend for it. And so with that choice of contending, you really are going to have to, again, speak life, but you're going to have to choose how to do that and what to do. So there are a lot of different ways that you're going to be fighting for your dream and all of them will come into play at some point in your life. But until you meet that (laughs) Goliath, right, Um, you're not going to know that you need to be prepared. And so All of these keys are ways to be prepared to fight for your dream, to have this offensive versus defensive um, position when you are going to walk out your dream. Because remember what I said earlier, once you say yes, you know, the war is on, so to speak. The war is on to say, um, oh, that's none of that's true or whatever garbage lies you're going to be given Um, by the enemy of your soul. But really, you are the one who is contending for it. You are reminding the enemy that, no, this is what God says. This is my dream. This is what he showed me. And this is what's going to happen. And then you need to to take steps in the natural. You can't just be a daydreamer. You're going to have to take the natural steps. So natural steps are I'm going to do the research on how to start this. I'm going to write my business plan or I'm going to write my vision plan or I'm going to actually start my dream. I'm going to take physical steps to do that. I'm going to partner with the right people. I'm going to talk to somebody. I'm going to rent the space. I'm going to, you know, start making the products, whatever it is, you're going to have to start. That is also a way to be that reality and reminder that this dream is real and it's happening. And just because you start it doesn't mean it's just going to be this natural progression of like, I'm starting it and therefore it's going to be, you know, steps one through 25 and it's all going to go in order. No way. It just never happens. Sometimes you start step one and then you're on to three and then you're on to seven and then you're back to two and then you're on to five. It's never a straight line. And so if you can recognize that in the early stages of the game, so you're not disappointed and you're not knocked down and you're not feeling defeated, that things are not going to go in a straight, perfect line, that following your dream from the Z to the A to the A to the Z is not going to be A, B, C. <laughs> it's going to be, like I said with the numbers, it's going to be A, D, B, F, <laughs> Um P, back to C. It's going to be like that, guys. I've walked out enough dreams to really share like legit how this happens. And every time I was like, oh, this is going to go this way, it never went that way. And my ability to rise came when I was able to 
to really um, go with the flow and to be able to be pliable and to be able to switch and like not be stuck in I thought it was going to go this way. I had to get over that. And you know, that took some time. Like I had to get over that a couple of times before I really realized that my reality um, of how the process of dreams go are that as long as I was willing to to change, as long as I was willing to be chameleon-like in a way of, of saying, okay, this didn't work this way, so I have to just roll with it and try something else. When I was able to do that, um, then I was able to rise and then I was able to see the dream fulfilled because I didn't let that part hold me back. And that is also another way of fighting if you think about it because you're standing up. You're saying, no, I'm not going to let this thing dictate to me how it's going to go. I'm going to be flexible. I'm going to be flexible. I'm going to realize that it didn't go my way and that's okay. There's another way. So yeah, it's a lot, but it's good stuff, guys. Like the dreams that you have in your heart, they are good and they are for a purpose and they are for your divine calling. And you'll never feel fulfilled unless you walk them out and you actually fulfill the dream. Like you actually do this. You will feel unfulfilled. There's going to be a space in your heart that feels like, you know, I didn't, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So you have to trust God. When he tells you, when he gives you that vision, you have to trust him that he's giving you the vision for your life for a reason, for a purpose. And it's going to take you on this beautiful journey, this adventure, this fun adventure. Um, without, you know, I always say like, are you willing to jump off a cliff without a rope attached to your foot? And if you're ready for that, then you're ready to go for your dream. So, yeah, so many things we covered today talking about fighting for your dreams. But wow, you know, like I was saying, there's so many different ways to fight for it. So I hope that you are encouraged. I believe that this is going to propel you into the next step, that you're no longer going to be stuck, that you're no longer going to be held hostage, but then you're absolutely going to move forward in the dream that God has designed for you. Have an awesome day, guys. Find me on social media. Give me a shout out. Send me a message. Fill in comments. I love getting comments and, and conversations going from you guys. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. And obviously, you find this podcast here on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify now. And um, we'll be adding a bunch more. So it's, it's been so great. And I will talk to you soon. Have an awesome day.